0: Messy messy Mondays. Your girl Show Me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy messy Mondays. Welcome to Messy Mondays. This is episode number what, Marley? Your girl Show Me. 28! 28! And On my thirty-first birthday. I was gonna say I wish you were turning twenty-eight right now because that would have been perfect. It's like episode twenty-eight for the
1: twenty-eights. That would have been perfect, but no, it is my. I still say that I'm twenty-nine because I didn't get to celebrate my thirtieth. Okay. But it is my thirty-first birthday, and I'm excited. It's like it's Happy been birthday, a really day. Mar. she <laughs> thank is you, thank thirty-one. You, thank you. That is awesome. It's been a really good day. The day isn't over. It's only 6 o'clock for me here. But, you know, it's this compared to how I did it last year, being out here by myself, and just reflecting of how the year has changed because I've made friends and made connections and how different jobs, like all these things happening. So it's been a really good day and reflecting on that.
0: And you know what? For those of people who listen to us and are afraid and they're having a hard time maybe this year. I think your story is awesome because it's like this time last year, you were probably in a, such a different space mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. everything. Like yeah. you're, you were an, on edge. You were, you had anxiety. You didn't know if this was a good decision. Like what the hell no. was I thinking? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, look at the progress and look at what you've done. You're inspiring
1: people out there, Marley. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy to do so. So it's been a great day and thank you everyone for the love, the text messages. People don't realize still that there is a three hour difference, but that's fine. (laughs) We'll all learn. It's been a year, but we can continue learning. Yes. And also, you want to go see Hamilton? (gasps) Did you go see Hamilton? Oh my God, culture classic, first of all. Like, this is unbelievable. My mom, my dad, and my sister chipped in together to buy me a ticket. That's how expensive it is. Wow. (laughs) Not that it's not, yeah, it's pricey. It's pricey if you're living on a budget. You feel me? Yeah. yeah.
0: Everyone listens to us. Not everybody we know has extra cash. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And
1: it's not Manhattan either, but it's still, it's because of what the show is. Right. And, you know, that this is the show. It was absolutely amazing. I encourage everyone to at least do your best to try and figure out to go see it or buy the DVD, something. But the ex- I love musicals. I enjoy Broadway. I enjoy shows and those kind of things. But this is something different. And because I am a person who loves hip-hop and you know Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. is a person of the culture of hip-hop, right? this will crack you up every time something comes in and you'll be like, this fool... Like, they have a rap battle scene as opposed to a debate. Like, you that's know how dope. dope that is? Yeah, that's so dope. George Washington is holding a mic and be like, write you next. It's like 8 Mile. Like, that's, that's so insane.
0: Cool. I, am, I admire what this man has created. This yeah, is amazing. Yeah, and so
1: I'm a little nerdy and, like, interested in history, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's regular American history. We can go into something else later about that. But still, it's... I'm a lover of all these things yeah. and I feel that is wrapped up into all of that uh-huh. and yes I've already knew all the songs because I listened to the album when it came out because I was so in love with it just seeing like because you're TV like a stuff. low-key dork I'm absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I am a low-key nerd and so it was just everything it was everything yeah. and I'm I think I was, that's what makes this weekend so special is because I was satisfied. I'm so satisfied. Right. I think that's the word. It was well rounded. Yes, because I finally saw the musical I've been dying to see for like a year and a half, two years. I'm going, you know, I have these friends that I'm celebrating with and all this love coming in. You were around
0: money, (laughs) and that always makes people feel good.
1: (laughs) Yes. But I think all of it, like I've had such a great weekend, very relaxed weekend. I went to the spa, got a facial, like all these things that this weekend has. And I think it's prepared me for what the year is to come.
0: And by the way, me and Marley, we video conference while we're
1: doing our podcast because it
0: allows us to have a conversation. This girl got her face all done up because she going out right after the recording. You better be This girl is beat. Because she is looking super cute, guys. I cannot wait until she lets everyone in Seattle know it's her birthday and she is fly.
1: You feel me? I'm out here, Seattle. And that's the thing. (laughs) I was having a conversation with friends that I know we're going to talk about a little bit more about relationships. But I think this weekend has set me up to be like, okay, you have to open up. To the dating scene. Yes, is, you
0: know? I love it.
1: So that'll be for another podcast another day.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> and um, tonight, um, shout out to uh, the organization Women in Radio. Um, for those yes. of you who are wanting to follow them, that's literally their name on all social media platforms. Um, Instagram is where I follow them mostly. Uh, I love this organization. This is something to unify all women that work in broadcasting and media, in public relations, in. Um, program directors, all of that in one. Um, This was well needed, and a beautiful young lady is the spearhead of this. Um, it was awesome. It's their second annual dinner, and they invited us. And unfortunately, Marley couldn't come because she's all the way in Seattle. But I came to represent our podcast. Um, it had really great guests, really great uh, performances. There was a performance. To shout out to Taner, I know her from when I used to work on the radio. Sweet girl, um, pop artist, uh, expressing her struggles of being a dark-skinned black woman that sings pop and like alternative wow. rock. And That's she awesome. says yeah every time someone meets her they're like oh what R&B song are you singing she's like I don't do R&B you know what I'm saying so she was just discussing how at times, you know, she hates that she has to be living this stereotype. It was very interesting. She's actually going to be on the show very soon. A really smart girl. Um, we also... I want to shout out to Super Cindy um, and to Stitches. These are local radio personalities here in Miami, and they are really popular, and people have been listening to them for years, and they gave us advice. I had the pleasure of having a conversation with Super Cindy, and I posted it on my social media. Um, she was dope. Uh, you know, she was speaking Spanglish. She's Dominican and Haitian, and she's like, listen... <laughs> You know, people sometimes can't don't even respect the fact that I'm Dominican because I look black and, like, no one wants to give me a lane in the Spanish world. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. like, these are the kind of conversations that need to start, you know, surfacing so that we all can understand that these are real, these are real issues, guys. Like, we all have the same issues. It has nothing to do with the fact that we all speak a different language. It exists
1: in every culture. So it's, like, you know, it was very interesting. Super Cindy definitely falls into the line of people, and I guess because of growing up in Miami, it falls in line for me as an influence as part of that, my uh Angie Martinez list absolutely. And Super Cindy falls in that for me because I remember waking up in the mornings getting dressed. You turn on the radio, and she was on the morning show with um Uncle Al and Super Cindy, or something or Al and Super Cindy like just hilarious. And I remember being like a teenager or middle school getting ready for that. So definitely, shout out to Super Cindy, she is like literally the legend of Miami. Yeah, women in radio. for sure,
0: for sure. We, we we love the fact that you're still doing what you're doing. You're still pretty. You're still attractive. Like, you know how they say, oh, when you have a face for radio. Usually <laughs> it's like not attractive people but i'm gonna be real with you like hopefully when they start posting pictures on the actual ig you're gonna see there was so many beautiful women there like done up everybody was dressed up everybody took it seriously everybody took it with respect everybody came in there with formal attire it was beautiful the food everything thank you shout out to the event and um i hope to be there next year you know what i mean i hope to be there next year also Yes, and uh, thank you for everyone who listened to our last episode that was able to um, get to know me and Marley a little bit better with our questions. <laughs> I actually got a lot of positive feedback on this episode. They're like, yo, it was really fun to like listen to you guys and like get to know you. And uh, for those of you who participated in some of the questions, thank you. Uh, we will be shouting out the best answers. That is a promise. And I will continue to present you with more pictures so you guys can... Um, um, answer um, more questions.
1: Yeah, follow us on Messy Monday's podcast on IG. People have some great conver- people that I know, too. We're ho- having some really good conversation on here. Um, especially, like, how do you prefer to be broken up with? Like, which, do, you know, is it you or yourself? Like, there were some great answers and thank you guys for participating. Um, I, I, this was really fun. And you see people at their best and at their worst and like yeah. when you have to make a decision it's pretty tough and but some, some people, people are pretty yeah. clear yeah on what their decision is and what their options are absolutely that really describes a lot about a person
0: yeah and even those of you who shared the advices that have inspired you was really awesome because like it kind of gives those are like hidden gems that we all would benefit from you know like a few people said some really dope things in regards to advice they have gotten so make sure to check out our page so you can see for yourself and participate in the conversation. That's at Messy Mondays podcast on IG and on Marty Pod on Facebook. And those are our two platforms that people are the most vocal. So we would love for you guys to join it.
1: The Oscars are on tonight, too.
0: The Oscars is starting to get on my nerves that like. We're supposed to hate the Oscars, but it's still the most prestigious
1: fucking award. Like, pick a lane. That's a lot of things for me. Like, people don't like the Grammys, but it's the most prestigious award you can get. But you That's what i to. saying. I think it, all of that is dependent upon how much you really think your craft is deserving of an award. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Like, if I work hard for something, and all depending upon if you are a person who likes or cares to be... Um, awarded in some way, or recognized.
0: I mean, I don't think anyone who has a competitive nature doesn't want to be recognized. And I think that if you want to be an artist, you have a competitive nature to you. Because it's like, you still believe you have the best music. You have the best song that came out this year. Your music is the best. You have the best lyrics. I mean, isn't that what artists should think, right? Like, you don't put out a song and be like, my shit was kind of whack. You know, like, no. You'd be like, yo, my song was great.
1: I guess it depends upon your competitive spirit. Yeah. It's depending upon, like, if that's really what it is or if you are a lover of the craft and just as long as you're doing it, you're happy. So there's those two variations of it. Most people don't get Oscars and are happy just continue acting, though. Right? Like, Leonardo DiCaprio, we were happy with Leonardo DiCaprio all of our lives. You can't say Like, no one can say shit that Leonardo DiCaprio isn't, like, our generation or Denzel. Well, Denzel's been awarded plenty of times. But like Leonardo has been in movies that are stupid and dumb that we love. Leo is definitely like
0: one of our Al Pacino, Robert De Niro's. He's love one him. of our he's there. He's going to be one of the American actors that is like Yeah. Yes.
1: And so he's never won the Oscar until recently, but we were like with or without the Oscar, he's still amazing. But he he's was the man, deserving actually. But he was deserving of the Oscar and I think for us, we were cheer- like we were so excited as his generation, who's watched him and loves him, right? Because he's deserving of that award. Although it's just right. connected to one film, I think overall we're like, yo, he's the shit overall, right. and we're right. deserving of that. So, but that
0: that's another thing with the Oscars, in my opinion. Like um, the Oscars uh, at times is kind of like they award you not only because, in my opinion. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't only award you for that one role. Like, I feel like they, they, they do take into account that you've been, you know, you're great in another way. Like, I don't,
1: I don't think that they don't use that bias because I think they do. And uh, that's the thing about a lot of, remember, in order to be nominated, you're voted, right? Like people who vote in these situations are previous award winners, Or people who are in the membership and those kind of things that have a membership for a reason and you have to pass certain validations and certain tiers in order to become a member in some way, shape, or form and pay your dues. And you're right. I think people do have a bias, but hopefully they don't Like you hope that they don't plug that in. Like the Grammys is a thing where that becomes really difficult. Like really. But isn't that
0: based on numbers on the Grammys, or am I
1: confused? That's like billboards. Billboards. Okay, the billboards. Got it. it's, It's strictly numbers. The Grammys is another subjective thing too, because I may love a Taylor Swift album, right? But I can't vote. Why should I vote in the folk country music? If my only love is actually just country music or my only love is hip hop, I shouldn't have to I shouldn't be made to also vote in all these other categories because just because I'm a member. Does that make sense? I understand because I understand. that that messes around with what the actual Yeah, because it's like is.
0: But then again, the I'm assuming the people that are selected to do this voting are subject matter experts in some degree.
1: They're all winners. They all have an Oscar or a Grammy or something. You're all in the thing. Right. And And you have to vote.
0: isn't the symbolism of a Grammy is that even though you won in your category, the reason you're getting a Grammy is because your music is good to everybody. Mm, No. In a way. But in a way, because it's like these major songs that are being nominated are songs that were played like crazy throughout the entire United States, and for a song to get to that point that is like super big, is because it has numbers behind it somehow. I
1: don't think any num. I don't. I, I numbers, not numbers. Popularity might play a part, but numbers aren't supposed to play a part in Grammys. Like pop- like popularity, and like. Then how the, does this
0: work? That doesn't make sense. There has to be some type of science or math to it
1: popularity plays in it because the people who are voting are, inter- are going to put in songs that are currently popular you get right. nominated through the vote system so i get you so i will receive let's say all three thousand songs that came out in 2018 for hip-hop right right i go through that list and i'll select all my things that i enjoyed the that's ones you enjoyed it. exactly that's the popularity part but none of it has numbers to do with it
0: Right, but at the end of the day, of course it has to do with numbers because the way that Shig is popular now is because it gets drilled into us. Like, Well, like, that's
1: if I'm biased. If I'm biased while I'm looking at my sheet, that's where I'll do it. But numbers are not supposed to. Is Right, just, it's just not supposed I get it, to. I get it. But, right. what, but the reality
0: biased. is that the person is being influenced somehow. The person somehow.
1: With, the, with the ballad can possibly be influenced in yeah. some way, shape, or form. And that's what makes it difficult, especially now in the social media age, because I guess back then... They probably had more of a less, you know, less biased opportunity if it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Okay. Or something in that Okay. Scene. I can see so. that being a concern.
0: Well, another really special thing that me and Marley are starting for this month is that we are doing a March Madness mix-up, but the women's podcast radio world version. Okay. <laughs> You know how March Madness, we mix podcasts, well, sorry, I jumped the gun. You know how March Madness is teams against teams, and it's like college sports, and it's a huge thing, and it's fun, and everybody gambles, really cool. Um, Now, we're doing our own thing, where we're kind of playing off of the name, but it's March Madness, getting to know other radio personalities and other podcasts. Tonight, we're starting it. We actually have a really, really dope, dope stand-up comedian, smart, funny beautiful woman that lives in New York City has two podcasts that she's on and she's going to join us in just a moment um she's going to be joining our room and we're going to talk about a fantastic subject and I'm so excited guys because she's so funny like I've I've, I'm so I have so much excitement about right now because I know you guys are going to have a blast tonight Alright everybody, welcome Tracy. She is our special guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself because this girl got so many different things going on. I'm going to just let her tell her the best.
2: Oh my god, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, so I have a podcast called Teen Mom Trash Talk, which recaps MTV's Teen Mom. Uh, uh, teen Mom... Teen Mom OG, Teen Mom 2, 16 and Pregnant, all of that uh, amazing stuff. And I also have another podcast called Neurotica, which we talk about sex and anxiety on uh, with my co host Justin Silver. And I'm a stand up comedian here in New York City.
1: Wow. How awesome, right? I love it.
0: I told you she was going to go, Marley. I-, I sold you before so- you even got out here, by the
1: way. <laughs> Well, because. I'm a lover, like my way to relax myself when it comes to anxiety and stress and those kind of things is everything, I guess what they call it, trash TV. Oh, I love it. Reality TV. And so the way to like kind of remove myself from all the foolishness and drama that I have going on at work or whatever is get home, turn on Bravo. Exactly. (laughs) Or turn on something and just be like, I'm just going to enjoy the foolishness that is on the screen.
2: It makes you feel better about yourself.
1: It basically, That's, that's how I
2: started it, yeah.
1: Is that how you started it?
2: That's exactly how I started it. I always figured, like, you know, as a teen, I was so out of control, and I was so bad, and I used to watch, uh, like, the out-of-control teens on Maury, and I'm like, <laughs> at least I'm not like that. And then I just got so addicted to, you know, like anything like the 16 and Pregnant series. Right now I'm watching 90 Day Fiancé because I'm like, at least I'm not that crazy. Are
1: you watching Love After Lockup?
2: I haven't watched that yet, um, but my other co-host is watching that right now. Show
1: me. You have yeah. to watch Love After Lockup. I'm excited what? about that one. What? <laughs> Do you want to hear? You're going to die when I tell you what this is about. So it's about um, women and men. Who are in love and have lovers, or in relationships with people who are locked up? Okay,
0: but these are people that met like pen pal shit, or like pen they, pal, or pen were pal-ish? they like together and then she no. decided to write it out with him?
1: There's only one person who was together with the person, and like they met probably they were only dating for like two months, and then he got locked up, and then she wrote it out with him for five years. Wow! But, oh wow! Yeah, like it's a <laughs> little person. Oh, it gets crazy. And then a lot of them were all pen palish, and it's the reason why it's called Love After Lockup. It's because I guess when the filming started is right when these people were just getting out, right? Right. Like a week or two or three. So they're seeing how they like kind of adapt to the outside world. Yes, and when I when I tell you guys the hilarity. Oh, it's never great. It's not even (laughs) hilarious. It's like what that just
2: sounds fucking sad as fuck to me. It It is. I've been I've been in this situation before really you dated someone i, have. That was I dated a guy up. from listen i dated this guy um i went to college with him and everything was great he was a really nice guy um and then we lost touch for a few years and we found each other again years later and we started dating and a few months later he got locked up oh, and, wow. you know I, well for what <laughs> he says nothing <laughs> oh my bad we know how um, that goes the state of New York says he sold drugs, but... <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Yeah, and he he was absolutely insane, but he was so cute, and I loved... Wait, so I loved, how like, the- long
0: did you keep this shit up, honestly?
2: um, I was... Like, he was in jail. I think he was in jail for, like, three months, and I wrote him letters. We talked <laughs> on the phone all the time, and I thought it was so funny. Funny? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. It was like, you know, just talking to my friends. I'm like, yeah, you know... Uh- <laughs> My boyfriend's in jail. I don't know. I guess because I didn't really take it that seriously. It was kind of funny to me. That shit is crazy.
1: And these people take it for real, for real. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, get can, married while well. they're
0: in jail No, the whole like life
1: sentences. What is that? Majority of these storylines is they're waiting and so excited this person's getting out so they can go get married. And it's yeah. about getting to the alternate. It's like, and my thing is, is like, see you, Tracy, you knew that person, right? Like oh, yeah. I knew some him sort for of years. Which, with and him. it was very
2: surprising that, you know, that happened. Yeah. We but had gotten into a stranger? fight. Yeah, we had gotten into a fight, and um, he didn't call me back. And I figured, I'm going to hold out. I'm not going to call him. I'm going to let him call <laughs> me. And he did. He called me two weeks later, and it was um, from the correctional institution. So
0: Wow. <laughs> Yo, know, when I tell you that's yeah. the best excuse I've ever heard in my life, like, right? it's like he's like, I'm sorry. Like he is not lying.
2: You know what, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? So, <laughs> now, anytime I get a phone call when Global Tell Link calls, I'm like, oh, no thanks. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> so you broke, you didn't even stay with him.
2: No, I mean, he got out and he broke up with me, which <laughs> I think what? He, what? He, honestly, I think he had like three girlfriends. Um, but I, I mean, I thought it was funny. This Again, guy had I a lot like, of game. Oh, he was, oh, he was so cute though. That's he why. He cute. Oh, like, he, he was really cute. Like, like, I'm
0: stupid cute. You know what I'll, I'm saying? I'll
2: send you ladies a picture. So ladies he was sending, sending out his
1: picture to all these girls, like <laughs> in his envelopes and like just shooting them out. I went to visit do- him
2: really how long was that ride oh my no well it was actually just like the county jail that he was in he was in jail he wasn't in prison
1: in prison no these characters are in prison yeah
2: (laughs) in prison (laughs) they took my bra though i couldn't i couldn't wear a bra when i was (laughs) yeah because you
1: can't
0: have wired bras to go inside of a correctional facility it's like a weapon well it depends on how big your titty is actually
1: if these double D's,
0: are <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> might really do some damage. You know yeah,
1: <laughs> these double D wires under here will cause yeah. a problem. I've never had to visit anyone. I've I haven't never, had the
0: pleasure either, to be honest. I'm not really I interested. I really hope no one I love gets locked up because I do not want to have to do that.
1: No, I know people who were. I just, yeah, I want, well, they were people the that past, I need to visit. Right. Yeah, like I have no business, no need to visit you.
0: That's what I'm saying. So. Someone that I love. I hope you don't, you're don't. you not in that situation. Please don't get locked up so I don't have to do that. That's what Please, I'm saying. Please,
1: because that drive is long. Especially in Florida, them things are far. Yeah,
0: it's pretty far. <laughs> Everything is far my- here. What I was saying is that um, don't go to jail. But what we're going to do is focus on our actual subject matter tonight, okay? We have a topic, and I'm going to introduce the topic with this song by Frank Ocean because I feel like it's perfect, and it's going to lead us into the right direction here. Let's play that real quick.
3: I was just telling that I got this this girl before and I was together since three years and uh, I was not even cheating her or what and Facebook arrived and uh, she wanted me to accept her on Facebook and I don't want it because I was uh, like in front of her in front of her and she told me like accept me on Facebook it was virtual me- means no sense so I said I'm in front of you I don't need to accept you on Facebook she started to be crazy she thought that because I didn't accept her she thought I was cheating she told me like uh, it's, uh, it's over I can't believe you it, uh, it's, uh, come on easy like I'm in front of you I'm every day here in your house but it means like it's jealousy pure jealousy for nothing you know that's all thing
0: so there we go we're gonna discuss being in a romantic relationship with someone and the social media rules and how it plays out and what we think about that.
1: So in this story, he was saying that the girl he was dating wanted him to accept her on Facebook or like on social media, right? Well, fa- well, Facebook on this particular situation.
0: She did. She didn't uh, appreciate the fact that they weren't friends on Facebook, and then she was bugging out, and they broke up because of it.
1: So maybe. About eight years ago, it would I would have felt that same way at a younger point in my life. Like, it was important. But I think, and I haven't been in a relationship in some time, I don't think I would care. I okay. don't know. Okay. I don't know if I have that same attachment to it that I did then, right, to social media. The attachment of, like, being the forefront and, like, making sure... Like people saw and knew, and maybe it maybe was because of the person I was with, or like there was a lot of drama behind it, like whatever. But I don't think I have, and I don't know you. I guess until I'm in the situation, but I, I think I think in it. a
0: way we have to all admit. I mean, especially us is a little different, but like in general, human beings at this moment, if you're like from a certain age demographic, your social media is kind of like your resume. You feel me? Yeah. Right? Like it kind of tells Absolutely. people what's going on right now. Yeah in the story of me you know what I'm saying so it's like that's what we've gotten to right now so everybody kind of has to like if you are a social media person if you don't you don't but if you are on the social media limelight and you're always out there you kind of keep people up to date with your life so it's kind of like this marty like if you're a part of my life you're going to come up somewhere somehow you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah. and it, that's I I guess what the big issue is and in the relationship in 2018.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that the the difference between, you know, back when we had MySpace or, you know, something like that and how it is now is that MySpace was kind of like, you know, sometimes uh, it started off like not real life, right? Everyone used to say mm-hmm. MySpace isn't real life. MySpace is MySpace. And then I think as uh, the features evolved, you know, you remember the top eight? Everyone had the top eight friends? Right. That was a That was like beef. Oh. That was like <laughs> <that was, laughs> Both I was serious. super beef because it was like, okay, now you have to show, who, who do you like the best? Yes, and then there there was like all those add ons where you could do your top sixteen, your top thirty two, and yeah, you know it because, got crazy at one point because people were going nuts. And I think that that is around the time when Facebook started booming because you know Facebook as first was just for colleges, right? Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't real life. I mean, honestly, the only thing that I used to post on Facebook when I was in college is you know maybe the pictures of parties that we were at on the weekend, but it wasn't anything crazy. And then um, I think as Facebook has evolved and, you know, certain people uh, have really just, I mean, I I think that my Facebook reflects my life, you know, and it is real life now. Your social media, we're attached to our phones, we're attached to our social media. And, you know, when you're not, when you don't have your significant other involved in that, uh, I mean, it's a little bit odd at this point. Unless you're unless you're, you know, some kind of artist that really only uses it for business very clearly. Um, you know, and then there
0: are... <laughs> like your shit better say some type of a trademark name. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people, you know, maybe maybe, you know, a music artist or, you know, whatever, a business and you only use it for that, then that's fine. You know, maybe you don't want the public in your life. But if you're posting selfies every five minutes, you're not you're not a private person. I'm sorry. But you're just not. I mean, I've had I've had people tell me like I'm just, I'm a private person, and usually private people aren't out there on social media, so it's kind of not a great excuse.
1: I think the way that I've set up my social media now is my Facebook is probably more my my life, right? Right, because of those folks that are there, they've been accepted, and those are my life. Like those are the people, like you'll see the per- more a little bit more personalized. Right. Whereas my Instagram um, and other like Twitter and other variations is just like. My interests of social society, sure. like social parts, and right, being that's a really good way to put it. Like, that's the separation of it, right? Like, my mom is on one, but not on the other, like, those kind of things. Yeah, yeah my yeah. mom's blocked <laughs> from all my social
2: media.
0: That's not... <laughs> no, I hate that form... my mom's like up on Instagram now. I'm like so annoyed. I'm like, stop catching up. I gave up on that.
1: I gave up on that. Like she can see it all now. She I don't think she realizes when she's watching my story that she's watching my story. So (laughs) I really have to I really I don't have to explain it as long as I'm not there presently with her watching. Right. I'm good. But I think that's how I've learned to separate it now is that like my Facebook is like using these platforms in variations for what they're for and different matters. So one is personal life and the other pieces are what I have going on and what I want you to be a part of and what I want you, your support on and those kind of things and those aspects but relationship wise I mean I haven't been in that circumstance just yet so I guess we'll find out soon enough
0: <laughs> I mean it's tough man it's tough because there's a balance between like you kind of don't want to post this sometimes cause it's like yo like I really don't want people to even see this shit sometimes cause it's like I don't mean to sound paranoid, but it's like, you know how when you have something of value, you don't want to, like, share it. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's like, I just don't let people borrow certain things from me. You know what I mean? And it's like, when you, I feel like when you put putting your relationship out there so much, it's like you're lending that shit out for other niggas to live through that. And it's like, I don't want to share that sometimes. And it's like, I really feel like that about a lot of that. But then again, I realized that, you know, it kind of piques people's interest at times. And at this moment, I'm not going to lie, it's more convenient for people to find you interesting. Than Absolutely. Not. Yeah, you want people, see, when when you're,
2: um, I mean, I'm a comedian, and, you know, I do these podcasts, and, and you girls do this podcast. And, you know, a lot of times your fans, they want to feel like they know you.
0: Absolutely. You know, and you
2: kind of, you know, I like to engage with my fans and I like them, you know, I I talk about a little bit about my personal life on my podcasts. And, you know, so I do integrate that into uh, Instagram, not so much Twitter, like you were saying, like Twitter's kind of like, you know, I tweet some jokes, I retweet, you know, podcasts that I do, and that's kind of it. Um, I'm not putting like personal details up on Twitter. And I try not to put personal details really anywhere. But at the same time, I mean, your personal life... Uh, you know, as an entertainer in the spotlight, is your life and it is your work. A it lot of has times. become
0: to the point that we have to accept that it's kind of like that. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's
2: intertwined. Again, like I right. was
1: saying, you know, if you're a private person, then you're not in this kind of business. And and, and it's funny how throughout the years, how social media does have the huge impact in your your personal life, work life,
3: oh, right? Absolutely. Like that,
1: like like what you do now on there. So let's say your boss doesn't know your I don't want people to know who I'm dating at work. Right. Like I don't need them to be that's all in that.
0: You know, it's so weird now. Like, you know, when you start a job and like you get cool with people and like they ask you for your Instagram super early and you're like No, Whoa. no, <laughs> like,
1: no. I have like that fucking. I used personal. to be person Yeah, I used to be a person who literally... until I moved here, because here I didn't know anybody. So I have to have my Instagram a little bit more available. Yeah. But I didn't start following any of my coworkers probably until like six months after working with them because then i caught on to who they are like i got an idea of right. who, a little bit right cuz you don't know who who's a are.
0: snitch at work oh uh,
1: yeah you
2: know and it's also when i was working in a corporate america uh, and i was doing comedy at night i didn't want a lot of people knowing because i didn't want them knowing you know what time i stayed out till at night or you know mm-hmm. any of my personal business. yeah why you called out sick yesterday exactly <laughs> so you kind of and also you know my subject matter is not corporate friendly And I don't need anyone picking up a video of me and then, you know, sending it to a supervisor and, you know, being like, well, Tracy talked about dicks for 15 minutes on stage, (laughs) you know, in front of a thousand people last night. You know, that's not great. and that's true. And so, you know, what you do is you ask them for their Instagram and you just block them. (laughs) So you know exactly who to block. I got to tell you, I had all my coworkers blocked on on, uh, Facebook at my old job. You're a
1: fucking genius. Yeah,
2: I don't even play that game. They couldn't
1: even search me wow that's really fucking smart yeah i used to be that person where like I, and i and i like again i have to open up like you have to open up to me a little bit i gotta see what your personality like you know when you find that fr- that co-worker friend or like yeah. that work husband that becomes like your best friend in life yeah because at work? you spend all day long at work yeah yeah so that's when i was like here's the instagram like you know <laughs> like we're that's the next level.
2: that's like an engagement ring
1: yeah, and then the day you quit, you're like, yo, this shit is open for everybody. You know, right. I quit work and all my old co-workers are all over like my You're like taking Facebook. shots. You had all your shit of up, people. Huh?
2: You're like, this is what my ass looks like naked. Yeah,
1: you're like, here, bitches. It's what like your job. To. This is why I was sick every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I was, you know, like, all of that. Like, And then they learned all these things that I was doing. Because you know what happened to me one time also? I let someone in early and she's probably listening and she knows who she is. But (laughs) our workspace is this big open workspace and she walks in super hyped up and goes, Oh my God, Marley, I heard the podcast. I go, "Mm." I heard the podcast. Cool. I said, Move here now. I said, Come over here. I was like, Don't do that. Don't talk about it. Because it wasn't our conversations. Again, what our conversations we're having about isn't for everyone to hear. And I don't want to walk into work. With people knowing right. all my stuff. Yeah, so. it's super intimate. Right. Yeah, so I learned a little lesson on that part. But as for being upset for in the relationship part, I mean, what do you think about that part, Tracy? The relationship aspect of oh, it. Oh, the relationship. I'm having the worst time with this.
2: <laughs> so the relationship aspect of it, like I said, you know, if you are legitimately a private person and you have, you know, there, there's some people that follow you on Instagram. You ever look through and it's like, I don't even see a picture of their face.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, you know, it's right, like pictures right, right.
2: of like puppies and macaroni and cheese. And you're like, okay, that yeah. might be a and, private and quotes. Person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Motivational quotes. I hate quotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to say Inspirational no. quotes. That's I how you know someone's not. having a nervous breakdown.
1: I, I, there's a, like, to me, very quickly. I'm sorry. To me, <laughs> I have become this thing where, like, your Instagram, you got to clean it sometimes. Oh, I don't right? believe in that ever. No, but no, like a quote back to back to back to back. Like if oh yeah, you have to quotes. you have
2: to mix it up a little bit. But I don't believe in ever deleting anything.
1: Okay, okay, but not like six quotes back to back. No, I
2: mean that's that's when you know someone's having a breakdown. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's when you call your friends and you're like step
2: away what from is the phone. Wrong? <laughs> you yeah are you do you have like you know are you in the bathtub with a toaster? What's happening? Here? Yeah. 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 That's when you know something's going on. But yeah, I mean, I've I've had uh, my friends have my password. My my two best friends, Noel and Gabrielle, they have all my passwords because we. I mean, you know, everyone has like that password that you've used forever.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you hate when they
2: ask you to reset. It, you're like, never. Oh my god, I know because like, <laughs> I'm never going to remember this. But you know, it's like your best friends know your password, and my best friends know my password. And I made a very snarky remark on someone's picture on Instagram, and instantly my friend went into my account and deleted it and was like not today (laughs) you have a good friend yes she's like i'm so sorry but that was really no the question
0: is why did you need that on deck (laughs) is the real question like there was a reason why she has the ability to do this because you're like trigger happy (laughs) yeah like she has Um, i
2: am i am the public breakdown queen
1: wow <laughs> yeah she's like let me pull you away from this right just, just put back. the
2: computer down go outside and i'm like i'm gonna go outside with my computer how about that that's fantastic
1: <laughs> i love this that's awesome i don't i don't think i have anyone who has my password well, my sister knows all my passwords but i don't think that, yeah i mean that's- sometimes it comes in handy you need that friend that's gonna help you if
2: you're you know a crazy social media person
0: <laughs> yeah. honestly i don't have anyone that knows my password that's interesting
1: Wow, you better correct that. <laughs>
0: <quickly>. <laughs> I, I need to. Apparently, I don't have a kit. Like there's like a <laughs> kit to this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um I think that It's interesting um, that you've had public breakdowns, and I think that's awesome that you're giving us advice on what to do now (laughs) when you see this happening. Because there's there's people that are about to get unfollowed
1: for these things. It's like, (laughs) yo, you're
0: getting on my fucking Oh, no,
1: that's when I follow you even more closely. I love to watch a public breakdown. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, see, you're like me then, because I'm a little sneaky in the sense of like, I I. I look at the little comments and like when you see the back and forth in the comments, oh, you're I like, love let's, it. let's trace this. Oh my god, right. I, I absolutely love it. And the best thing Where to do is begin?
2: just a little bit of advice.
1: When you see a
2: breakdown, you have to screenshot it immediately because most of the yes, time they get yes. deleted.
1: Very yes. good observation. You know, I especially have celebrity it. comments or something. Like uh, be like, any, Let me anything
2: anything. You know, it's like never forget, you have to keep your hand on the <laughs> screenshot <laughs> because what it, there's there's some kind of like uh, there's some kind of quote flying around on Instagram now, and it's like you could delete your status, but you can't delete the screenshot I sent my best friend.
1: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love it because it <laughs> happens daily.
1: <laughs> it lives forever in screenshots. It lives forever. And it was funny. I we were talking about something where reminded me Will Smith had said something that it took him so long to join Instagram because celebrities had to have some mysteriousness to them. Right before back in the day like you didn't know what they were doing but they were just like such a big movie star and that's what made you excited yeah and now we know everything about these people. like rihanna when are you posting beyonce my notifications are on when she co- when she posts like you're so invested in it and i think that's the same thing now where, where we put ourselves out there publicly yeah right? absolutely and, like, we're all now in the forefront. Like, it used to be, I didn't know what you were doing out there in Miami, but if I check on your story, you're
0: right. like, well, this girl... It kind of keeps you, like, up to date. And it's like, I feel like at times, it, I feel like it takes away my responsibility of having to check in. Yeah, you don't have to keep in yes. touch with anyone anymore. I don't need to text you. <laughs> you know, like, I know you're active in my life because you'd be keeping up with my shit. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's like, yeah.
2: Between Twitter and, and, you know, your podcast, I had a friend, one of my best friends, Joey... I hadn't spoken to him in a month and I called him and I was like, Joe, what's going on? And he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, you know, I feel like I talk to you every week because I listen to your podcast.
0: Oh, that's you know, that cute. happens. The same thing has happened to me. There's so many people that I haven't hung out with in so long. And when they see me, they're like, you know, every time I heard the podcast, it just made me miss you because it's like, damn, it's like, you all haven't spoken to Diane and long. You know, like, it kind of gives you that, like, fulfillment yeah, like, of yeah, like, yeah oh this is what you still sound like and you do think this way and it's interesting that you think this way because i personally know you like a lot of people like they like that absolutely i find that, I find that with facebook
1: and so, yeah like i find that with facebook i'd be like i know you're fine you post oh yeah absolutely day. like
2: you know people have
1: kids <laughs> right they're pregnant they have the whole
2: kid you watch everything and then you see them in real life and they're like oh you want to see my baby i'm like listen i know your baby's <laughs> middle name i know weight. <laughs> I have been looking at pictures of your baby since before you were born. I saw your sonogram. I saw it inside of you. Yes. So it's don't so even worry funny. because I have four pictures of your baby saved on my phone right now. We were at the gender reveal. <laughs> right? via yeah. video. Yeah. I was at the gender reveal. I haven't seen you since seventh grade. But, I have, but we know it Yeah, all. but I have pictures of your baby. Once in a while, I like I like to look at pictures. I don't like kids in real life, but I love looking at baby pictures. <laughs> so once in a while, I'll, like, send a message to, like, someone I, like, maybe I worked with, like, 20 years ago, and I'll be like, hey, right now, you just, you have my favorite baby on Facebook. I just want to let you know. That makes them feel special, I bet. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, wow. I like to rate the babies. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I love them. I wonder how you rate the ugly babies. Oh, yeah. Well, they I get They get a screenshot, and then they get oh. sent into the group text, and I'm like, oof. Oh, my God. Vicious. That's the yeah. Yo,
1: Tracy's <laughs> group chat is lit. Oh, <laughs> but it needs to break into there.
2: <laughs> in my group chat, I don't even know. I think I would be in jail with my ex-boyfriend if anyone saw my <laughs>
1: Whatever you do, do not get into Tracy's class. I I do love after lockup.
0: Actually, get get in it immediately. (laughs) What's wrong with you? I love love
1: shit like that. She'll be on love after Um, lockup.
2: You know what my favorite (laughs) thing, though, to watch on social media? My favorite thing is when, and what you were saying before, like how, you know, you don't want to let people into your private relationship because I'll, I'll see a girl, right, and she posts this guy, and every single picture is with him. And then all of a sudden you stop (laughs) seeing pictures with him. And what I usually do is I like to go back and I like to go and then you fall into the wormhole and either she has deleted all evidence of him and, you know, he cheated on her. (laughs) Right. Or he's still there from 2015. And you're like, she can't let go. Right. And it's hilarious.
0: But wait, there has to be like a balance. I there know, but I balance. feel like if
2: you put your boyfriend in my face so badly that I know everything about him, <laughs> and now you just stop posting, I feel like you owe me a post explaining what happened.
1: Yeah. If you're going to be this forefront, if Don't you're going to be so- with this, Yeah, kid, I totally- told- told- <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is wrong
2: with you? This <laughs> Listen, is There was ridiculous. a girl that I went to high school with, right? And she was posting about her wedding, her wedding, her wedding, her wedding. Pictures of her and her fiance making out, Right. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, wedding canceled. And you know what she did? She posted canceled. a long post about Yikes. how he cheated on her and all the details. That's right. And you know what? I was like, thank you so much because <laughs> I
0: was wondering. Now, you're a responsible exactly. fucking Instagrammer. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> six, <laughs> like months later,
2: six months later, she's engaged to someone else. Wow. Oh, my God. Two months later, she's pregnant. And I'm like, wow. She really Impressive. moved on. <laughs> Good, you know what? Jesus Good for her, but awful, I'm judging. <laughs> right.
0: was <laughs> so quick. <laughs> i you're like, a she, fucking serial monogamous like, and I'm like, like well, she was probably, crazy. She was
2: clearly ready to get married. Very, yeah. She had the dress. I mean, it was really just plug in the guy, and I love it um one other thing that i really like too is when my friends have uh just not not actual friends but like you know facebook friends when mm-hmm, they right. have children and you don't know who the father is and they don't make it clear <sighs> right yeah, yeah, all their or, pictures no, or, or they have
0: like yeah or they have like the baby shower with like all the homegirls.
2: right but there's no no evidence of who the father is no and it's like you want to message them and be like hey who's the father of your kid <laughs> What? But instead, you can't. So you have to go through every single picture and match up the guy with the baby. That's what I do. Yeah, damn.
1: Wow. Oh, you go deep on. into a rabbit hole.
0: Training. That's crazy. Ugh. I look at comments and shit, and I'll do things like that. But I won't necessarily do the investigation Listen, that you're doing. Jesus, you are showing me your
2: baby. Who is the father of your baby?
0: It's like Maury.
1: Yeah, like you she's owe like, me I that need to though. Know. Don't post if, your I mean, baby unless you're going mean, to give me details.
0: I think the baby thing is cute, but I think that it also kind of gave a message to people now that they should love children. Because it's oh, like, not bef- me. like I feel like people used to like use the kid thing because it was in style and you get mad likes. Like I feel like it got to the point that it's like, why is everybody always randomly taking a picture with a cute ass kid? Oh, and I, did I feel it. Like it's for the likes. Yeah, and it's, uh, absolutely. You when- know what I'm saying? And it's like now it's like. Are, are you now like, do people really love children or is no. this like good for ratings? Like, no. I don't know. I uh, my friend that had a kid me.
2: recently, uh, January 2nd, uh, at the hospital hours later, me, holding the baby, picture for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> do it for the gram. Does right. the baby have its own? How did it Instagram do? How did it do? <laughs> Honestly, it did pretty well. I think it was over 200 was likes. See what
0: I'm saying? Like, yeah. that shit gets
2: reactions. Sometimes you got to travel, you know what I mean? Like you have to do things for your social media that <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Oh, 258 likes. Yes, Everything has to be Instagrammable good. nowadays. Yeah, thank you. Too. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> Everything has to be Instagrammable nowadays. Anything that you do has to have an Instagram com- It's the only reason I leave my house. It. Yeah. But you
0: know what's really cool? Miami has a tour now that it's like a, that you pedal, you know, those pedaling things mm-hmm. that you drink mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, so they have this tour and with like ten people, and the tour is the Instagram tour of Wynwood. So they take <gasps> you to the best Wynwood locations where you can get the best Instagram pictures Love at it. every that's location. Dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope, and it's like it's supposed to promote fitness. So like people can do that during the day to like get around and you're, Wait, ready you're to drinking buy... a beer as you're pedaling, and that's promoting fitness. <laughs> yes, yes. In Miami I don't know. It is. In Miami, it is when well. you pedal while you're drinking. At least you're working out. Well, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a
2: there's a museum in LA. It's a pop up museum right now, and it's something like that. It's the Instagram, and and it's all different situations where you're going to get the best Instagram pictures.
1: Yeah, wow. Damn, that's that's they're cool. doing a lot of <laughs> like that museum of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing yeah. a lot of those kind of pop ups, yes. so, and it's really just targeted to people who. Obviously, this society and this culture who just wants to get fucking the best Instagram picture. It's all I have. Yeah. It's all it's (laughs) about. So they'll make like things extravagant. It's really all I have. If you're scrolling through my Instagram, please like my picture. I'm going to not be okay without it. So The worst is that when you see a friend who doesn't like your picture and you'll be like, what is happening? Oh, i can confront you. you. Like, why didn't you like the picture? So you don't like my picture? But Instagram has messed... Their algorithm has really messed up the viewing of the pictures, I think. I, you know I what? Go things. to my
2: profile. It's you, yeah. as, as my friend, <laughs> you visit it's my your job to go to my profile, <laughs> check on what I'm doing, like my pictures. I don't care if you have to, like, 20 in an hour. Catch up. Why don't you <laughs> go ahead and tell people your Instagram so they can look my at Instagram it My right Instagram is Trixie Tuzini, T-R-I-X-I-E-T-U-Z-Z-I-N-I, and that's yeah. on Instagram and Twitter.
0: There you go. Yeah. Check it out. No. Check it out. No, but seriously, like, I feel like, um, when there's certain pictures that you post and like your real friends don't like them, you'd be taking that shit super personal. Cause it's like, hold up. Like, this is an important picture that you should definitely like, you know what I mean? And it's like, if you skip this one, okay, you may skip the other one, but this one you must like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel that way about certain things I post on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. That's when you just screenshot it. You put it in the group chat. (laughs) And you're like, excuse me, I'm sorry, did no one see this? No, That's a good so
2: move. None of you saw this at all? Okay, no, I was just So that's, that's the
0: price you pay when you're in that lit-ass group chat you have. You have to deal Absolutely. with that annoying bullshit of this bitch fucking shoving it in your face. That is like, you must
1: Well, <laughs> go,
2: like, go, go retweet me.
1: Yeah, I want my. Unfortunately, my friends aren't into Twitter like I am, but I definitely send them like, uh, "Can we?" I just sent a message. Like, I've the picture. never
0: gotten into Twitter. I don't know what it is, but it's like I just cannot.
2: People on Twitter get love podcasts. That. That's why. That's the only reason I'm on Twitter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I tweet every time I post because I have a link because that's the only way I'm able to keep up and right. being active. But honestly speaking, like, it's not my cup of tea.
2: You know yeah, I, mean? I, I agree, agree with you. Twitter Twitter's not really uh, my thing either. It's not as
0: interesting. I like
2: a
1: more visual. It's I not guess. as interesting as it used to be. I will say this: that Twitter was a whole different world about five, seven well, years it's ago. It was the only place where people could really real. find celebrities at the time,
2: and now everyone's on Instagram.
1: Yeah. And at that time, like, celebrities were, like, actually holding their phone and tweeting out bullshit. Right, right. (laughs) Where people had to be, like, taken away from them. Like, that's where, or not even that, there weren't that many people, so, like, the people you actually were talking to were, like, some sort of industry or celebrity. Like, they were really in there, and it became, like, this collective of people, like, this collective of conversation. Now it's just, like, drowning in politics and advertising and like, a real political realm yeah, it. Yeah, like, it does. Like, it's, like, drowning in it. And you're just like, I just can't. Like, where's the jokes? Where's the bullshit? Where's the stupid videos? Like, where's the trash talk? They're like, on Instagram. Kind of things. Not moved to Instagram. <laughs> but Twitter used to be that little. Like, Twitter was very different. And that's why I enjoy it. Because I have a small nostalgia to it. But whatever i can't believe i said nostalgia on
0: twitter because that's <laughs> I'm damn that that shit means that shit is over just like when fucking kylie tweeted that snap was over <laughs> and, and they're they fucking lost, like a billion yeah <laughs> like that shit that is crazy it's
2: crazy yeah i've never but, been into snap i feel like i'm too old to even learn it i don't get it
1: it's <laughs> not worth it anymore. it's hard it's to compl- yeah it's a it's, lot i like the filters
0: cruises. oh i, I like a good filter
2: i like i like the pretty one
0: <laughs> it's not only that like you know how sometimes like for example on my post I usually have to create a because I've already created this tradition of course I don't always feel like it but I make a video every single Monday promoting my podcast and I always right. say hey listen 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 it's given traffic it provides people another way to pay attention for whatever reason either because they can't stand me or because they like to hear what I'm saying whatever it is at least they're stopping you know what I'm saying so I have to keep up with that and at times, it's kind of like they must be bored of seeing the same thing. So if I put myself in the stupid bunny ears or in this and that in the fourth, it's going to at least make you stop for a second because right. that was a popular filter for that day. So it still helps in certain avenues, especially when you're trying to get noticed. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? That's why people do this for a living. People literally tweet
1: for a living. Yeah. People yeah go on Instagram for, for a living. Absolutely. And that's the next step. And it's so crazy, (laughs) you know, right?
0: Because, uh, Tracy, I know that you didn't know, but tonight when I was uh, texting with you earlier, Mm -hmm. um, I was at a uh, women in radio um, dinner. Oh, that's beautiful. This is uh, Women's History Month as well. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. So it was really nice. It was a beautiful way to kick off the month for me because I was amongst a lot of inspiration. I was amongst a lot of women who were basically... Kind of just saying, like, look, I'm just trying to get picked up. You know what I'm saying? How do I, you know, take us to the next level or I can't break through? Like, there was this one girl that she works the weekends and she has three jobs. She's like, look, I'm hustling. And this chick flew from Kentucky to come to this because this is how hungry this chick is. So she's like, look, I, I have three jobs. I do the radio on the weekend and... I just, you know, I just want to be able to get a, a, a better show, something that can pay me, something that I don't have to work so hard so that I can still live my life and still have a job, you know, et cetera. Like, she's just a, like a really a starving artist, you know? Right. So they were just telling her like, yo, you're so close. It's crazy. Like the fact that you're even in there is like you're, you're in the building. Like, how can you not see that you are pretty much moments away from your moment." That's exciting. It, it's exciting as hell. Like to see like that ambition coming out of her and knowing that they're really right because there is a formula that is of some kind. So that she was there and like she had won an award for like uh her show being recognized as one of the be- one of the best in like the country. Whatever, wow. whatever. Yeah, really cool. So it was it was nice to be amongst women Winners. that have the same hustle yep. that you have, but it's like you know, there's, there's great competition out here, but it's healthy competition. Like, that was the message today. Like, it's okay to have good, equal people who do well. That's why we wanted to do cross-podcasting like we're doing with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We is this is not a competition anymore. This is let's oh, help each other get there. Everyone. And that's, let's get there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. In comedy and podcasting, I think that a lot of times. Um, so what I've been trying to do, and what I'll share with you guys as well uh, at another time, is I've been trying to uh, just figure out you know different ways to promote and different ways to succeed in you know in the business of comedy, in the business of podcasting, and everything. And I'm trying my very best to share any knowledge that I have. And anything that I've learned, any tips or tricks with everyone who's in the game.
1: That's awesome. Because, you no. know,
2: it's, it's like we cannot hold each other down. We cannot. We need to lift each other up and we need to share every single thing because that's how people find out and it's really weird, especially in the entertainment industry, how people think that everyone is in direct competition with each other and you're just not. Right. You know, yeah, no one room is... for everyone. Exactly. If my podcast is doing well, it doesn't mean that yours doesn't, cannot do well. We can both do really well. And we're not in direct competition with each other. And you know, if, if you're sharing your knowledge, then we're all just becoming stronger, especially as women.
1: And the other part of it all that also is there's room for everyone, but content matters. Yeah, absolutely. and like the content that you create is what will separate you apart from everyone else to allow that space in that room for you
2: 100 percent.
1: so it's it's you know it's about developing your craft and making yourself better but there is space for everyone and um i think i'm excited to continue growing On the you know it's side really
0: fun that you said that because when i was speaking let me look up her name on the itinerary thing here
1: um what was her name
0: uh somebody got a message um uh, let me see Oh, Elizabeth Hammer. Mm-hmm. that was her. She was the actual, one of the um, keynote speakers tonight, and she right. was saying that, um, she gave really good advice about, you know, you have to get into the industry by just doing whatever is needed at that time. Like, Don't think that because you're not getting a hosting gig and you're not getting this and you're not getting that, that you're not getting a radio job. There's plenty of things that radio stations are hiring for that have nothing to do with that, and that that's what you need to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to go in at the bottom a lot of times, and that's fine. And there's there's no such thing as internships anymore for anyone that's not currently in college. She's like, stop wasting your time, you know, trying to do the inter work for free thing because they don't do that anymore. They basically... You have to know someone, you have to work there, you have to be a part of it somehow before they even put you in that position. Yeah, That's literally what I learned today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's a good friend of mine, uh, Stephen, and he was working, you know, his idol was Howard Stern, and he started working, you know, on the very bottom from Howard Stern, and he's getting airtime now. Wow. That's awesome. And that's really, really exciting. And, you know, he comes out to my shows sometimes, and he's actually performed on my shows a few times. And um, Shuli from Stern is taking him on the road with him, performing co-
0: stand up comedy. I, I admire Howard Stern, seriously. Yeah.
2: Like, ab- oh, absolutely. Howard Stern is one of the greatest interviewers of our time.
1: I, uh, I, and I, and I want to make sure people know that radio's not dead. There's another aspect, that's a different conversation for the thing of it, but people don't realize how much an influence radio still plays. And podcast, this podcast game. Is a part of that, is absolutely. All a part of that attachment. So it's really fantastic.
2: Yeah, you ladies Tracy, are doing a great
1: job too. <laughs> Tracy, will you tell us a little how you kind of like um, what's coming up with your podcast, what other shows you have coming up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Coming up?
2: Uh, So, my teen mom trash talk podcast, it actually just hit 29 on iTunes. So, that was, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, a lot of of hard work. um, You know, and my podcast is kind of unique because um, a lot of podcasts that I do, at least, it's usually comedians that are on it. And I just decided to start this podcast with my two best friends who've never been in radio, they've never been in entertainment. And we're really just having our you know, group chat (laughs) live on a podcast... That's what's going on. So we watch Teen Mom, MTV's Teen Mom, and we recap it every week, and we just have the best time with it. And we do talk a little bit about ourselves, and we have you know, some very loyal fans, and we're really lucky to have that. Um, and then I have Neurotica with uh, a very good friend of mine and fellow comedian Justin Silver, who's adorable, if you guys want to look him up. Uh, <laughs> really, really handsome guy. Uh, so we we talk about sex and anxiety. We met in the comedy scene, and Justin suffers from OCD, and I suffer from OCD and and crippling anxiety both of us and we just bonded over that and we were like hey this is a podcast so uh, okay. you could, yeah you could check that out uh, neurotica n-e-u-r-o-t-i-c-a uh, and we're a neurotica pod on instagram and twitter uh, and you could check out any shows that i have coming out i have some road dates coming up uh, at tracycarnazzo.com and of course on my instagram and twitter at trixie Tuzini.
1: By the way, I'm excited for next week's episode where they figure out if how they fired Farah. Oh I well, I that.
2: don't know if you know, but we had <laughs> we had Farah's dad as a guest on our show.
0: <gasps> what? That's Michael. awesome, Michael Abraham, the one and only.
2: And I got to tell you, um, so I had to pull out, you know, and we were just talking about Stern, and I totally had to pull out my Stern skills on this one because uh, if anyone. Watch his teen mom. And if you don't, uh, a lot of people know who Farah Abraham is anyway. She's the, the teen mom who made the porn. And it's mm-hmm. rumored that her father negotiated that I her got a fork- lot of
0: work done.
2: Yeah, oh, a, a lot of work. That's putting it mildly. She got all the work done. Yeah, <laughs> she, she has—I uh, think—gallons of cement in her house. Jesus!
1: Uh, her father
2: was rumored to have negotiated her porn contract with. Uh, so, what? oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and How it's Hollywood. Is this very? Yeah, well, they're from uh, Iowa or something like that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, but like so, this, this sounds like the type of shit that happens in these worlds. You know oh, I mean?
2: absolutely. So um, we were lucky enough. I contacted him and he reached out back and he was interested in the podcast. And we, you know, we talked on the phone for a little while and we texted back and forth for a few days and he decided to do an interview. And, you know, a lot of people wanted me to attack him. And they wanted me to ask him the, you know, and shame him and ask him these hard questions. But, you know, that's not really how you do an interview with anyone, whether you agree with them or not.
1: Yeah. You know, they're,
2: they're being kind enough to grace you with their presence on your podcast. And, you know, you have to respect everyone. And also, you don't know anyone's story. You know what you hear. Right, yeah. and I gotta tell you we were, we were super kind to Michael and Michael was very kind to us and we have uh, <laughs> Michael and I have developed a friendship <laughs> That's awesome. and you know we, we text back and forth and he's just really like a very nice guy and I think that um, I think that Farah's mom really fucked her up and I think that that's a lot of her attitude. And Michael is really just trying to, you know, you sometimes there's there's not Yo, much you do. That man was
0: bulldozered in that home. <laughs> like it was. But that's the whole thing. And you know
2: what? You could tell, like getting to know him a little bit more now. And you know, he says, like, you know, I support my daughter no matter what. What am I going to do? That's my daughter. I love her. And it's like you kind of have to respect that, you know. Because yeah. people are like, sick. oh, if I'm I was sorry. Michael, it's a right? But gross. He, it's super gross. But you know, it, people say like, oh, if I was Michael, I punch her in the face and it's like um i mean that's your door it's still your daughter uh some interesting things that we talked about on (laughs) that episode were that um so farah has done porn and she's done she does like webcam shows a lot Mm -hmm. and her daughter has seen them her daughter's nine years old what they do not restrict her internet access whatsoever this is a whole other episode
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) This
0: is definitely something that needs to be a to-be-continue at this point. Yeah. (laughs) About social media
2: and kids. Oh, God. No. It's scary. It's very scary. And that was, like, you know, the most... Um, you know as far as as far as doing porn like I don't really judge her for that I judge her
1: for her nasty
2: attitude towards people
1: uh, it breaks my heart when I see her like not breaks my heart but like it just like irritates the shit out of me when she's yelling yeah because there's, at th- yeah, there's the something most wrong with her annoying
0: bitch in the there's, planet but it's more than that be though honest. because
1: you know
2: what we know a lot of annoying bitches and no one's that bad <laughs> Yeah. something. Is,
1: another... is, a, is a level. Yeah, of... there's
2: something wrong with her. There's something very, very disturbed inside of her that makes her act like that to other people. And she's been acting like that since sixteen. Oh, That's totally. Yeah, it's not like she became that. I mean, she's never right. gotten worse.
1: She's but consistent she wasn't good. with the shit, though.
2: Oh, she's pretty consistent. Yeah, she's
1: consistent as hell. With it. <laughs> Man, Tracy, I gotta catch up on that. <laughs> I saw her. You know where I saw
0: her in a Million Dollar Matchmaker, whatever that shit's called.
1: Yes. With the lady with she the black was, she, hair. She
0: does any. She was show. on that. Yeah, she does and, every uh, show. And she was annoying in that shit too.
2: I was like, "It's oh. who she was is." On
1: marriage boot camp. Yeah, she was, and I actually Without just downloaded married. all
2: of them, and I'm going to be watching them. Michael really uh, pu- is pushing that show. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. So we're going to watch it and recap that one as well. All
0: right, well. Well, this was fun guys.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This was
1: amazing. We appreciate you joining oh my us. God, thank Chasey. you so
0: much for having me. I
2: cannot wait to uh, push your episode out with you guys.
1: Yay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Appreciate it. And let us know whenever you want us to be a friend of the pod and come through and show you guys love. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Do you guys definitely. both watch Teen Mom? I uh, do I can catch up
2: for sure oh you better catch up
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have um, actual cable so I have oh to, like, I don't like, have cable long. either
2: we're not rich oh, over yeah. here come on
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I literally have to be like what went on today and no like, what you look,
2: gotta do is you, know? you have to get your friend's cable login
1: oh I do I have X- someone Xfinity and there login. you go there you go and I was trying to watch the Oscars but the Oscars won't let you watch on Xfinity oh on come on, on. so I was like
2: <laughs> <laughs> some of us are struggling <laughs> Exactly. But doesn't
0: like those networks they don't have like an app by now that they can stream this shit live?
1: Yeah you have to like become a like for ABC you have to actually download the app but I'm on my laptop I'm not gonna download I don't have the app on there but watch it on your phone. Yeah but using the Xfinity login I can literally watch TV with you guys live because everything's there, so that's how I catch up. Well,
0: we've learned in this entire time <laughs> of the podcast that we've had with Marley. This bitch has a fucking shortcut and a way around. Oh, everything. I
1: love that. That's <laughs> like, such a great company. Like, when, when you're struggling, <laughs> you gotta find your ways to make. Imagine having children. I need everyone's logins. If I had children, I
2: would like, I need all the logins. I need your diaper <laughs> login.
1: To the actual
0: fucking bank account at this point. She's like, I need everyone's logins.
2: Can I have, can I
1: have the diaper and formula login? Thanks. Yes. Anything. So I got to make, you know, got to push it around. Thank you so much, Tracy, for joining us. Thank
2: you, ladies, so much. And we have to celebrate Women's History Month.
1: Absolutely. Yes. That's Shout out to, out to all the ladies out there doing their thing. Great way to start off the month. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. And everyone out there, all our Messy Mondays listeners, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Messy Mondays Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Messy Mondays Pod. Email us your Messy Mondays stories or any comments or suggestions you have at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com. Follow me at lovemarley underscore Follow Show Me at S-H-O-M-I underscore E-N-T. That's
0: Show Me underscore E-N-T. And this was fantastic. And we'll catch you guys
1: next Monday. Have a great Monday, guys.
0: Your girl Marley Mar. Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy Messy Mondays. Your girl Show Me Your girl Marley Mar Messy Mondays Messy, Mo- messy Mondays Your girl Show Me Your girl Marley Mar Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy Messy Mondays. Your girl, show me. Your girl, Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays.